This is Kingdom Faith, where we talk about the Christian life, the good stuff, and the hard stuff. On this week's episode, we talk about you reap what you sow. Dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Um, but before that, Phil, how's your week been? It's been good, man. Uh, about what I expected, mm-hmm. honestly. You know, work's staying busy. Um, always something to do. It seems like there's never enough time to kind of take a break. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's good. I, had, I t- just told you before we started this, my lunch break. So good news is, is uh, it seems like maybe my parents will be coming Sunday mm-hmm. morning to hear me preach. So that'll be that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, very excited. Very encouraged through that. Um, not often do I get the opportunity, or maybe I don't take the opportunity every time I'm over there to, you know, interject how my walk with Christ is going or how He's pulled me through this situation or this circumstance or whatever you know it kind of tends to be small talk but today it wasn't and it was good so very encouraged uh through that so just talking about reaping what you sow yeah you know yeah absolutely so, how's your week uh not too bad busy uh, as always working yes. on uh the future men's uh life house um sanding the floors this week trying you know, because we have to rent these things we got to get it done as quick as we sure, can so sure. it'll cost us a bunch of money but you, uh you learn how to do that I my, probably haven't done that. no I, it's definitely a skill i do not know how pastor jimmy uh definitely has taught me a little bit cool. he'd done the majority of it well, he's I, old I, yeah. so i would ex- i would expect him to know how to do some of these things he's in that generation might have to edit that yeah, out yeah probably it's like a, hey jimmy <laughs> um no but uh it hurts your back. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, it definitely does. And you're only 26? Yeah. Ugh. I forget, I honestly forget how old I am all the time, yeah, too. It's the early onset dementia for you, probably. Mm, yeah. I, I do it because my brain is not very good. And you might notice I did get some letters up here. I don't know. Maybe our heads are blocking a little bit of it. But I got Kingdo Faith. So let me tell you a story, Phil. Um, obviously, this is not Kingdo. Until, <laughs> I didn't even notice the M was missing until right now. So let Fantastic. me tell you a story before we get in uh, yeah, to this. Yeah, please. To this episode, is I had all the I've I spray painted all the letters and Walmart, which is where I got these letters, okay. did not have an M. They had every letter I needed but the M. So I had to wait. Wait a few days. They told me that you know it'd be in in a in a few days and that there'd be plenty of them. So um, we got the M and and I wanted to get it painted as quick as I could so I could get it up. Um, so I took it outside. I put it on a piece of paper and I spray painted it. And then when I went to go check outside whether or not it was done, I realized that it had been raining outside. Yes, yes, yes. So I, uh, I. Uh, Went to go and it had spots all over it. So I took a towel and I tried to dab them out and then try to respray paint it. And now it's probably the lumpiest M that you'll ever see in your life. So I thought that maybe I would just go get another one and redo it. But for now, this episode is brought to you by Kingdo Faith. Kingdo Faith. Faith. Um, hey, it would have been awesome to see how many people realized it and brought it up to us. Like, hey, yeah. you know you're missing an M. Like, I had not <laughs> no, known that. No, I had no well, idea. I, I mean, I didn't notice it. I'm, I looked at it when I Well, there's in. a good chance that... Um, when they're watching this episode, it might just be uh, Ingdo Faith because yeah. pro- our heads probably yeah. block the K in the end. That's all right. That's but that's well, okay. There's no M to block. So. Um, I think, it, lo- I think it looks though. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It might just be. Might have to change the name of this podcast to Kingdo Faith. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we're gonna talk about harvesting, and I'm sure someone's gonna mention the fact um, also that we're wearing the same shirt. We did not plan that. 
by any means. Yeah, we did. Um, no, we didn't. <laughs> I thought today, I said, like, what are the chances that Phil brings uh, his 20th year anniversary shirt to? And, and I guess he decided to. Um, but that's pretty cool. This was the shirt that was under the shirt I initially grabbed. I grabbed it. I was like, I don't want to wear this. And I'm going to wear this nice cotton 20th uh, 20th year celebration. <laughs> so what's the chances that Phil Marlowe actually uh, wears it? Well... Chances are a hundred percent because we're both uh, we're both wearing it. So yeah. that's alright though. So you reap what you sow, Phil. That's what I hear. Yep. Do you believe it? That's what I hear. Yep. That's what I hear too. I've heard that saying. It must have come from the Bible. It, well, I mean, I just even before I was a believer, I've I heard, heard it that as a kid. Um, you heard it as a kid. As a kid, yeah. So yeah. what is you reap what you sow? Well, depending on who you ask. Yeah. I mean, many times, you know, you reap what you sow, is you get what you give. Mm-hmm. You hear that, or you do something stupid, you get a stupid, <laughs> you get a stupid result. It's like, you know, uh, uh, you, you know, you do something that's that's silly or, or foolish, yeah. and the result is exactly what you would expect it mm-hmm. to be. And in so many words, yeah, I would I would agree to that. You know, it's uh, it's it's one of those things where you do X. It's like a math equation. You do X. You expect it to equal mm-hmm. what these numbers add up to. Two plus two is always four. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not gonna, you're not gonna do something and, and and most times get a different outcome. Now, the way in which you add up to get that equation or get that outcome could be different, but it's always gonna add up to what you get. But I'd say, you know, the definition of you reap what you sow is in in a worldly context is you get in or you get out what you put in yeah absolutely regardless of circumstance and i think i mean it's said so often by by believers and non-believers because it's i think it's pretty common (coughs) sense um and the idea that obviously you know you plant you know a cucumber you're not going to get a tomato um, and if you did, there's there are some issues going on for sure. I, th- I thought my tomatoes were just long green ones. I was like, I've never seen this this uh, this one before, but it was not a tomato; it was a cucumber. Um, but but since we're gonna be talking about harvesting, Phil, didn't you do landscaping? Yeah, dude, it was terrible. Was it? Was is it landscaping was. a hard job? It can be. Yeah. It can. It's uh, depending on what you do. Well, let me ask if you like on a. On mid mid July, yeah. you know, just outside digging up holes, planting bushes, cutting grass. Um, I could imagine that it's not fun. Let me tell you a story. So I was a, I think I was a junior or senior, um, in Bloomington, working with a guy named Daryl, and he had a landscaping business. And I was digging a a, a drainage trench. They were hooking up uh, gutters and and drainage pipe to to go down into this um this ravine that they had and. Uh, his grandpa was working with us. And you know what a Maddox is? It's like a it's like a no. pit pickaxe with like a, a oh axe yeah head on I got end. you. Yep. So his grandpa was swinging down as as I was digging up this. We were replacing the drain cover. I was pulling it up as as he was swinging down and breaking up the dirt. Well, I'm pulling up and his grandpa swings down and the Maddox catches my hand and slams it into the ground as I'm as I'm pulling mm-hmm. up. So I was off the ground. He caught me right on the side of my hand. Boom! Slams my hand into the ground. Uh, I get up and I'm like, "Dang it! Ah, ow, that hurts!" You know, my hand swelled up real big, and um, nothing was broken, luckily. But to answer that question, yeah, <laughs> it can be brutal. <laughs> yeah, it definitely. What's scarier can. than that is my head was down, and that thing, my hand was here, and that that axe swung down. You know, yeah. it, it, 
just missed. It could have been, yeah. It could have decapitated you, right? Yeah, it would have split me open. Yeah. <laughs> it would have split me open. So, yeah, it can, uh, be, it can be exceedingly difficult at times. But see, this, this saying gets used, obviously, like we said, by believers. And unbelievers, and I hope mm. you know when believers are using it, they're using it in a you know in a biblical sense. Yeah. Um. But the world uses it in a lot of different ways. Like you said, um. You know, I'm sure my grandma or my mom or somebody said, "Is if I did something dumb, they're like, yep, that's what you get, or you yeah. you know you reap what yeah. you sow type mm. of mindset." <laughs> um. And but I think it can be used in another sense. And um, we're not gonna dive super deep into this, but I. This passage gets used by prosperity preachers all the time. Oh, and I did yeah. want to bring this up just because they'll talk about sowing a seed. You know, give three payments of nineteen ninety five and you'll receive a blessing. Like if you if you put in twenty bucks, you know, yeah. God's gonna give you, you know, this or that. Um and the text that we're gonna talk about is Galatians six, seven through ten. Um, but it really doesn't have a whole lot to do with worldly prosperity and that's what they want that's what they'll try to tell you is that all of that matters is that you give me money and god will give you something yeah um and and as we'll read in this text it's funny that they use this text because i think this text says the exact opposite um is the idea of these sowing in the flesh or sowing in the spirit talking about what you can get in this world yeah you know if you give the three easy payments of 1995 for this uh it's funny because me and me and pastor jimmy were watching something last night and it was like one of those televangel uh, Mm -hmm. you know uh, things I don't remember what it was, but you could buy a a brooch, like a, a golden arrow brooch for like two hundred dollars, and then you could buy a Bible for a thousand dollars, and then you could buy a, an ex like a, a that sounds a, like a, a deal, 30, dude. A, a thirty uh, volume commentary for the one easy payment of five thousand dollars. You such called, a didn't you? Twice. Yeah, yeah you had to. Them, got two of them on order. Um. You know, uh, uh, Christmas is coming up, so mm-hmm. I figured why not why not bless everybody with uh, at least one of the thirty nine volumes in that that thing. But yeah, man, you know, you give give this, you'll get that. Take this, you'll get that. Donate here, you'll get this blessing back, mm-hmm. and it's it's running rampant. And you're right, they do use this text mm-hmm. time and time again. Um, and and it's important because if you think that that you by giving something are going to get some worldly treasure or right. whatever you're gonna be let down over and over and over again yeah. because that's not what we're promised mm-hmm. we're not promised uh, a worldly blessing in a sense that if i if i keep giving to to this ministry or pastor or or whoever that i'm gonna you know be i'm gonna have ten thousand dollars in my bank account mm-hmm. by next year yeah. or or whatever because that's never been <laughs> promised to us an, an, another big one that i see on facebook on ads you know you retype you'll see a, a thing oh claim this money mm-hmm. by typing amen and you claim it it's yeah like, do people think that's real <laughs> i like, bet I, you there's some like, i i haven't like i've never done that and maybe that's why i'm broke but maybe yeah i to give it a shot <laughs> yeah. but it's like you, you see these things and it's right uh, right up the alley is mm-hmm. these prosperity preachers as they you know give out this big slew of hey get to give mm-hmm. or give to get 
So, so on this episode and why I bring that up, that's not what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about, if we're talking about anything about prosperity, we're talking about eternal prosperity. Absolutely. We're the treasures talk, in heaven. For the sure. treasures in heaven. So, Phil, can you turn to Galatians uh, chapter 6 in your fancy, I cannot, your fancy phone? I cannot turn because I'm a mess today. I yeah. forgot everything. <laughs> I forgot my Bible. I forgot my notes. I forgot it all. But I can click to Galatians oh. chapter 6. Wow, what a world we live in. It's fantastic. Bible <laughs> at the fingertips. Yep. Uh, 6, 7 through 10, you want me to go yes. read that? Sure. So it says in verse 7, Do not be deceived, God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, he will also reap. Uh, for he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. And let us not grow weary while doing good. For in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. Mm. So, Phil, what do you think about Galatians chapter 6, verse 7 through pretty, 10? Pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't know how, you know, reading it, you, you think, well, how can people get confused about it? Mm-hmm. How is it possible that people uh, can get this mixed up? But then you think about it's anything, it's, it's just like any other verse in mm-hmm. God's word. People take it out of context mm-hmm. to match what, what they want it to say. And I think those, uh, I don't know if they're using like the, the prosperity preachers using like the, what's the, the uh, message Bible. And yeah. It leaves out a lot of words so that you, you can't, uh, you can be using more of a paraphrase. You know? It's like, yeah, it doesn't really say all these, but I mean, here it says very, uh, very clearly for he who sows of the flesh will reap the f- for he who sows of his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption, mm-hmm. but he who sows of the spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life. Mm-hmm. Boom. Case in point, end of story. Yeah. Very simple, very straightforward, very true. Mm-hmm. All these things that God's word is, we just kind of you know muck it up from time to time, and we take what we like and leave words out that we don't, and that's how we get to where we're at. Mm-hmm. I'd say most of the time. Yeah, and and I agree, Phil. I think this passage is. Super straightforward. I think it's it's simple, straight to the point um, with this idea. Um, but there's it really comes down to these two things in that passage. Either you're sowing in the flesh or you're sowing in the spirit. Yeah. And there are many people sowing, putting their seeds in fleshly things, mm-hmm. um, whether that is um, a lot of different things. And, and we won't look... I won't have you click sure. there, sure. but <laughs> chapter five before that talks about the acts of the flesh, and that's you know all these you know sexual morality, drunkenness, mm-hmm. debaucheries, orgies, all yeah, these. All cra- and then he, he, I always like this passage because he sums it up with and the like. Mm-hmm. So just things like these things, people know the acts of the flesh, yep. they know sinful things. Yep. Um, and I like how Paul says that. Um, because they should be obvious to mm-hmm. us. Um, but but I would say with the idea that we talked about before is, you know, when you when you start to give things just so that you can reap an earthly blessing, yeah, um, you're probably doing it all for the wrong reasons Absolutely. in the first place. You're probably sowing in the flesh. Um, and and sowing in the flesh is selfish. It's selfishness. When you start to, to sow and, and, and put all your effort in things that is going to get me things, yep. um, that's sowing in the flesh. Yep. How's it going to benefit me? It's mm-hmm. a huge, a huge thing yep. for sure. 
Um, and and I, I love this passage, and that's why I picked it out, is because, you know, it just sums up doing good things to all people. That's a believer and unbeliever. But yep. then he says, even especially, especially to those, those in the faith. Yeah. It was your version. Some versions say it to the believers. It's the same idea. Um, to do good to those who believe, especially. Sometimes we're so focused on the, the, the sowing in the flesh <laughs> We don't even care for our brothers and sisters yeah. in Christ. And Chuck, I just came to me and says, therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all. I think a lot of times we, we see an opportunity and say, well, if I only had the time, mm. and we, we just let it pass us by. Because it's easier. Because that means we got to go out of our way. we got to talk to people. we got to do the things that you know we might not necessarily like doing. But as we have the opportunity, as they arise, as they come up, we got to be jumping on them to do good to people. And here's here's an interesting point about that you know specific spot you know when we have opportunity. Let let me ask you if you're faced with a decision and and God and you feel the Holy Spirit moving you. Let's say you have fifty dollars here, mm-hmm. but you feel the Holy Spirit moving you to give it and do good to someone you know who needs it. But you're like, oh wait, yeah. here's this opportunity for me to get. Fifty dollars, um, and I'm not saying you know that you can't. You have to give everything that you know you right, you've right. been given. I'm not saying that. That's a good idea, anyways. Sure, but right. you'd be in a good spot. But um, <laughs> God gives us things as blessings here on earth. Nowhere am I saying that God's not going to bless you here, because He does that. Oh, He does. Um, and and praise God that He does. Yeah. Because um, He's with us every step of the way. But there's so many times I think that God calls us to to give. Or to sow to somebody else some good thing. Yep. And we're like, nah, I'd rather have this for yep. me. I agree with that wholeheartedly, for um, sure. And, you know, there's so many times that we just we just care about ourselves. And we leave not only, not only our brothers and sisters in Christ behind, but also those who God calls us to share the gospel to. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is why I think this verse is more important than maybe we realize, because I think it's, like I said, it's pretty straightforward, easy read, you know, you don't have to really look between the lines right, um, right. at all, it's just right there, but this is why it may be looked over so much, and you, and you don't care maybe as much as what, you know, when it talks about sowing in the flesh. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it can be hard. Yeah. It can be hard. Yeah. Not... To want to sow in the flesh. Yeah. You know, Phil, I don't know about you, but, you know, I want money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. Let I mean, me ask it's you, con- Phil. It's convenient. If, if, you know, I know you've been looking for a house. Mm-hmm. Would it be easier if you just had unlimited money? Yeah. Would you probably already have a house by now? I probably have two. If yeah, I had unlimited money. So. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the devil makes a lot of things desirable to sowing, and you know that makes it easy, I guess, to just sow in the flesh, to do selfish things, to mm-hmm. not, um, you know, I know, you, you know, hopefully you're not offended by this. Oh, lay it on me. Um, that you tithe, you know, here at this church. How dare you? Um, but wouldn't couldn't it be a little bit easier, Phil, if you just said, well? You know, Ashley, what if we just didn't tithe for, uh, you know, a year? Yeah. Then we could probably get a house, you know? Maybe we could get a house then. It's just, it can be very easy just to say, my convictions, you know, what I know that is right, what, you know, know that is good. 
I just if I just did this, my life would be just a little bit better. Yep. And I think this is where this comes in. Um, and why it's so easy just to sow in the flesh. And I love verse 9, you know, where he says, do not, you know, grow weary in doing good, but at the proper time, yeah. you will reap a harvest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I got a confession. So I see, uh, I see all this, you know, I know it's harvest season. I see the mm-hmm. corn getting cut down. But if you were to ask me, not being a farmer, and say, hey, is the corn ready now? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I have no idea. I just know that it's turning brown. It ain't green anymore. I don't know when it's good, but a farmer mm-hmm. knows exactly when to harvest. We might do it prematurely and yeah. ruin the whole crop. Mm-hmm. We might do it uh, because everybody else around is doing it. So I don't know a whole lot about it, but I see this farmer doing it. I see that farmer doing it. But if we're not letting God be the farmer in our life, and all, we, all we're called to do is, is plant a seed. Mm-hmm. All we're called to do is is do the work mm-hmm. and say, hey, yeah, you plant this seed, might not be ready till next year, yeah. and you might not get to see it. You might not be the one, but God, as the farmer, as the one who tends to the crops, as the one who waters it, he knows the mm-hmm. perfect time. Hey, yeah. this this fruit's ripe, the field's ready, the harvest is ready. Let's 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 farm. Mm-hmm. Let's do it now. And this is why why it can be so easy. To give up doing good, sowing good things, mm-hmm. um, is when you think that the harvest was ready a week ago, but God says it's not going to be ready for a year yeah, or exactly. whatever, or exactly. or whatever it might be. Um, and you say, well, you know, God, since I'm not going to receive, see the harvest, it's just best if I don't put my hand in it yeah. at all. Um, and, and we might not obviously say those things to God. Um, but but we do think these things because we want it now. Yeah, you know we want to see the blessing now. We want to see the blessing here on earth. Yeah. Um. So most of us, and this is an unfortunate thing because Jesus says, you know, um, you know, store up our treasures in heaven. Mm-hmm. I think there's going to be more blessings in heaven from the things that you you sowed in the spirit here. Absolutely. Um. Because Absolutely. the earth will. The earth will pass away. And, and Phil, you know, God could give you, you know, $100,000 for a house and, and praise God that he does. Yeah, but yeah. when you die, the house is gone. It don't matter. You know, you're, it's no longer yours. It's either it your kids or, or whatever. Um, and this is the, the thing with an, er, an earthly blessing. Yeah. It will pass it's away. It's all temporary. Yeah. Um, but we want it so bad. Yeah, we do. We makes, want... Because well, it's convenient. It makes things easier, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, you just take the example of money. It's... I think people think they forget it's a tool. Mm-hmm. They forget it's something used to gain certain things, but they, they worship it. Mm-hmm. They, oh, if I can just get ahead and if I can just, just with any material thing, yeah. if I could just get ahead. I mean, I, I worked all this overtime. I did all this. Isn't Shouldn't I reward myself? Shouldn't I do what I want to do? Shouldn't I? Don't I deserve this? I mean, I sowed all year. To buy this brand new car. Yeah, my kids need clothes. Yeah, my kids need shoes and food. But don't I deserve something out of it? Mm. And you take that that mindset and that thought pattern process and apply it to anything, any worldly thing. And what's it say? You're going to reap corruption. Mm. That's what you're going to get out of it. Yeah. Regardless Um. of what you're sowing you're gonna you're gonna get corruption out of it and, and definitely with that phil this is what i try to do because like i said this is a human nature thing yeah um to to do something to put work into something and then feel like you deserve something out of it you know something that you want 
not maybe something that that you know another person would want or God would want for you. Yeah. Um, is you know this idea that you know you have this. Oh, how how do I want to say it? How do I want to say it? Um, you know, it can it can be so hard that you just want to give up, and that you stop doing good things altogether. Yeah. Um, and then you just kind of get. You just become this hard person because you just think that I keep putting all this work in and God's, God doesn't care. Because all we tend yeah. to look at is the earthly side of things rather than the heavenly side of things. Um, Our 20th uh, uh, celebration is Saturday. I can't remember the pastor who, who gave the message on mm. the Saturday night. He I think said, his name was Rick. Rick, Pastor Rick, yeah. He said, he gave the quote by Mother Teresa, he said, people ain't going to notice it, do it anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, people aren't going to care about what you're doing. They're not going to give you credit. They're not even going to love you. They're going to hit you. They're going to do all these things. Do it anyway because mm-hmm. God sees all of it. And God, he knows what we're doing. Yeah. The world doesn't see it. The world doesn't get it. They just see a bunch of self-righteous uh, hypocrites when they look at us. They don't, they don't see the things that we're working towards and because it doesn't make sense to them doesn't make sense to why you're working for the church versus you know the skills that you have mm-hmm. that you could take out and make so much more money mm-hmm. they don't get it just like savannah mm-hmm. you quit teaching to to work at a church there's no there's nothing you know they don't have all these all these things that the, that the world can offer you so what mm-hmm. because all those things that the world has to offer you they're temporary they yeah. don't it doesn't amount to to anything and when we get past that you know as believers it's easier to see maybe not always easiest not always the easiest thing to do but we know who we're trying to please we know you know where our treasures are we know that if we sow of the spirit eventually might not be while we're alive here but when we get to heaven i'm living for two words man Living for two words. All I want to hear is when I get to heaven, God say, well done. Living for two words. If I can get them two words, that's all That's yeah. all that matters. And how do I do that? How do I do that? It's not buying the fanciest cars. It's not buying the nicest houses. It's not giving to the, you know, giving the most money to the charity of my choice. It's by doing what God has called me to do mm-hmm. and living the life that God has called me to live regardless of, of who or what says it's wrong. Mm. Simple. Yeah, absolutely. And and this is why, you know, and I, I keep saying it for a reason, is because I, I do think this passage is, is super important. And it's more important, you know, just the idea that we're not called to give up doing good, to yeah. showing good things, um, even though it will be hard, even yeah. though you'll have moments where you're not going to be as patient or you have moments where you'll have some blisters on your hands and some scratches and some, mm-hmm. some you know, some bruises. But then here this verse comes back. Don't go grow weary in doing good for yeah. at the proper time you'll reap a harvest if you do not give up. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, I think that last part, if yeah. you do not yeah. give up. Because if you gave up working, if a farmer gave up working on his field, the crop is done. Yep. 
Um, no it just it. doesn't have a chance. Yeah. Um, and we don't do the, the growing. God does the growing. Um, but if we don't even attempt to plant a seed, a seed that God yeah. calls us to plant, yeah. why would we expect him to grow something out of nothing? Now, could he do it? Absolutely. I think God moves on people's lives without the prompting of anybody. Um, and I, that's a miracle thing. But he calls us, he uses us as vessels. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's so true. And, and it says, you know, we are tre- you know, treasures in, in jars of clay, you know, because yeah. we're fragile bodies. You right, know, right. Your wimpy little yeah. arms. God still uses Dude, are you, you. kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to walk off yeah. the set. Um, of kingdom faith but but before we move here to you know how we can sow in the spirit which is you know an important thing um i just want to you know leave the with galatians 6 you know 7 through 10 with it will be hard yeah yeah (laughs) don't think that you know it's as easy as just throwing a couple bucks in a plate and then boom you know, I you're gonna I you're gonna expect to be in good financial standing, or you throw a you know a a good job here, which are all good things to do. I'm not saying those are bad things. All I'm saying is if you expect something that you feel like you deserve, always come back to the, to the, uh, God's grace. Yeah, right. You know, and that's what I try to do the best I can. Is if I feel again, like I said, it's a human nature thing. If I feel like I deserve something. I always try to come back to, do I really deserve anything? Yeah. What do we deserve, Phil? Yeah. Um, and that we deserve the wrath of God. We talked right. about that yeah. in, our, in our first video yeah. uh, episode. That's what um, we, yeah, that's all we deserve. Um, and But God would, would graciously give us eternal life through His Son, Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's what I always try to remember. That's why it's worth the harvest. That's why it's mm-hmm. worth the work um, to, to keep doing good over and over again. But again, the most important thing here is how we can sow in the spirit. Because again, you know, these preachers or, or people will say, if you just donate this or you do that, you'll be good. You know, you'll be healed. You'll, you'll, you'll be in yep. good financial standing. Um, but then it says, you know, don't sow in the flesh. That would be exactly sowing in the flesh. Yep. So, but then it says to sow in the spirit and you'll reap eternal life. Yep. Um, so, so Phil, how do you think you can sow in the spirit? I mean, there's, there's plenty of ways. Obviously, like I said, doing what God's called you to do, whatever mm-hmm. that may be, he yeah. has a plan for your life. It's up to you to, up to you and him to figure out what it is. But I mean, you know, a simple walk, you know, you look at your spiritual walk mm. and what you're willing to put into it. Well, we're, we preach now. Mm-hmm. If we just got up there and didn't put any time into our sermons, that would be terrible, wouldn't it? Yeah. You get up there and you just stand out there with your mouth open. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. I don't know what the heck yeah. I'm supposed to talk about. Yeah, God, you called me to be a a, a pastor, but I don't know what to do because yeah. I didn't put any work in. You didn't put any it. work in it. Yeah. Um, what was the question? I just got off on a sidetrack. Yeah. How do you sow in the spirit? How do you sow in the spirit? By doing what God <laughs> called you to do. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, man, it's one of them. Every time I know, we record, it's one of those every days. time we record, my brain just goes. No, it's one of those days. So, but 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 it really is a simple equation by doing what God's called you to mm-hmm. do. Um, I think a lot of times we have great excuses as to why we don't do it. Uh, great great uh, talking points as to well, he'll understand as to why I don't do this. But if we want to if we want to sow in the spirit, we've got to be of spiritual things. Mm-hmm. We have to have a spiritual. We have to see things through a spiritual lens, and maybe not how does this benefit me right now. But how is this going to benefit the kingdom of God? Mm-hmm. How is this going to further His kingdom? How is this going to, uh, you know, grow His church? And if you look at, if you look at everything you do, 
Now I understand it's easier said than done. But mm-hmm. if you look at everything and compare, is this how will this benefit me, or how will this benefit the kingdom of God? I think as a believer, oftentimes they can go hand in hand. Yeah. Because if we're a blessing to somebody, um, we get blessed in return. When I give somebody something, I get so happy. I don't expect anything in return a lot mm-hmm. of times. But oh, thank you so much for for helping me out with this. Thank you so much for, you know, making this a little bit easier on me, whether it's through prayer or financial, you know, whatever it is to help somebody out. And it goes back to the, the doing good to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but sowing in the spirit, you have got to see things through a spiritual lens. You say, well, how do I do that? Well, read the Bible. Yeah. You know, go to church, listen to what the pastors are saying, listen to uh, the Holy Spirit. He's your advocate. You know, yeah. He's the one that's teaching you these things. Mm-hmm. He's the one that's showing you all these things. Why don't you take a back seat to him mm-hmm. and say, "Okay, you lead." Yeah, and and that's as simple, you know, as simple as I can put it. Yeah, do what God and, called you to do. And I think that's true. You know, with this, you know, it, if you really want to sow in the spirit to make it as easy as possible, or as simple as possible, sure. is exactly what you said. Take a back seat to the Holy Spirit, to Jesus, to God. And trust me, you'll probably be sowing in the Spirit. Yeah. Um, because yeah. because God is not going to lead you down the path of destruction, down the the, the, the sowing in the flesh, yeah. um, if, if you truly follow what He calls you to do with what you're and, saying. And check this out. So like I was telling you before we started recording, I've been going over to my parents' house for I think like 13 weeks now. Mm-hmm. On Tuesdays, I go over there for for lunch, and you know, in the beginning, it was uh, small talk. Yeah, how's it going? This, that, and the other, and talk about you know things that are going on in life. And many times, I'd get discouraged because I knew what the conversation was going to be about. I knew what uh, what I was walking into. I knew kind of, you know, with with COVID and everything going on, the conversations that I was going to have. And you know, it's like, dang, every time I go over there, it's something about something about this. So I, sometimes I didn't go. Sometimes mm-hmm. I was like, I, I'm busy, which I was, you know. Um, but today finally had what I feel like was a breakthrough conversation mm-hmm. with them. They started asking both of them, my mom and my dad were asking about, um, all of these things. I, you know, I told them getting ordained in November and I told them all these things and they had so many questions. And, uh, when you have an answer and a soft answer, everything and you can point everything that you're saying back to christ and back to why you're you are the way you are right now Mm -hmm. and why you changed and how how god has affected your life how you've allowed him in and how he's changed you i could have just quit going and not made it to this 13th time or this 14th lunch and never had this conversation Mm. but an opportunity popped up and i shared truth I shared what God's doing in my life. I shared all these things that, that they're talking about with the hope that if I continue in this, two salvations will come of it. Yeah. And I keep doing it. It ain't always comfortable. It ain't always fun. The conversation isn't always the greatest. Sometimes it's 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 not good. Mm-hmm. But the hope that, you know, they will see Christ for who he is, um, that they will believe the truths that he spoke, that he's speaking to this day in that there is a promise of heaven but it's not by just believing in god and saying you know liking the idea of god or this is who god is to me 
And that's why I keep doing it. Yeah. So it's exciting. It's encouraging that, you know, I, I hadn't read this. I knew this, this, this passage, but to get in and pick out and see, this mm-hmm. is encouraging to me. Hey, Spirit, confirm. Keep going. Yeah, absolutely. There's a point. Keep yeah. going. I don't that's just, the whole point of that just give passage. us busy work, you know. So it's exciting mm-hmm. for me. And, and, and see, that's the focus. That's the focus of sowing in the Spirit. It's not about me. It's about what I can do for God. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, on the outside, that looks like what, you know, what good thing can I do for, for this person? And, and, and like what you said, the best thing you could ever do for anybody is to share the gospel yeah. with somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, I'll, and I'll encourage you, you know, with this, um, is when you share the gospel, and, and I know this, you might not always see what comes of it. Maybe not until you get to heaven. Yeah. Um, you know, there, there's probably many times, you know, you just think about you sharing the gospel at work or hills, mm-hmm. you know, when you're at hills or, or where you're at now. Um, you know, sometimes it seems like maybe the gospel's just going over their head yeah. like they don't care. Yeah. But but the seed is still there. Yeah. Um, and it does have a chance to, you know, flourish or, or start mm-hmm. to grow or, or whatever. But you can't do that. God does all that. Absolutely. Um, and that's such a huge, it's, it's honestly, it's a huge comfort to know all I got to do is be faithful to doing good, which is, like I said, the best thing you could ever do for yeah. someone is to share the gospel. It's the best thing someone that ever did for me. Um, yeah. And just know that I don't have to really do anything because God's going to make it grow. Yep. God's gonna to, to blossom and flourish it and, and and you know make it something that's beautiful. Mm. You know, if it's a flower, sometimes stalks of corn don't look too beautiful, yeah. but there's parts of that. Yeah. Um, not all plants look beautiful, right. um, but 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 truly, God turns something, you know, that's you know a tiny seed into something beautiful. I can't do that. Yeah. I for sure can't do that. And you look at you know you look at the benefit. You see one seed. Mm-hmm. We don't see much. Yeah. But what does one seed produce? Well, it produces, you know, one one ear of corn or one uh, corn seed, one kernel, whatever. You plant that, whatever whatever they plant. This is again, why this again, is why I'm you know farmer, that dude. this is why we know that why they know we live in Indiana because we only <laughs> talk about corn. corn. Uh, you take one thing, you put it in there. One one stalk shoots up. You get three, four, five ears of corn on one stalk. That's more than what you started with. Yeah. You know, it's more than then, one seed. Then, yeah, it is. But mm-hmm. you get you you plant corn. You know you're getting corn. Just like you said, you plant a cucumber. You're not gonna get a tomato. But you expect certain things. Just like God, you know, uh, when we're doing when we're doing for Him, and we're dropping that one seed in, we wouldn't expect it to multiply into what it can what it can be. God says, "All I'm not asking you to tend to it. I'm not asking you to." water it i'm not asking you to spray the pesticide on it i'll take care of all that all i'm asking you to dig a hole drop a seed in cover it i'll take care of the rest and watch what i do with one seed Mm -hmm. watch what i do with one seed i was the first in my family to be saved Mm -hmm. i pray that i'm not the last Mm. yeah absolutely one seed yep what can that multiply into Mm -hmm. um and just with with that it's so true you know, you look at it as, you know, at, at, you know, you try to take a step back and look, you know, not that you do anything. Again, like we said, God does all of it. But then you get to see what your one seed 
You you share the gospel with someone, they receive it, they, yeah. they trust in Jesus Christ, they're excited, they share the gospel with someone that you have no idea, mm-hmm. they accept, they trust in, in the Lord, and boom, it's this it's just like this chain you know and and that's so true because you plant one seed and you and you get the vegetable or whatever that has multiple seeds in that that can be used to plant for multiple you know and that's so crazy that god could do that um that god does that yeah um and he does it every single day and i think that's Mm -hmm. important you know don't think that you know that God just worked with you for a month and then He takes a you know a break or something. He's willing to work with you every single day. Yep. He calls us to do things every single day, good things, um, sowing good things. Um, and uh, you know I won't talk about much, but again the chapter before talks about the fruits of the spirit. Yeah. You know you'd be in a pretty good spot if that's your focus. Yeah. These absolutely. fruits of the spirit, and, and one of those is goodness. You know, you have kindness, you have love and, and joy and peace and self-control. Yeah. And, and I'm, I know I'm missing some. There's patience. a lot of patience. Um, there's lots of them. Um, and it's so crazy to know that something is so simple as loving somebody, mm-hmm. caring for somebody, yeah. you know, expressing goodness to them and, and, and kindness and 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 just being patient and and all these things that it can produce the greatest thing salvation yeah yep that that person would then maybe come to the Lord Jesus Christ um and that's crazy and again i have to say this because i uh, i think maybe we're making it seem a little bit easier than what it is um it will be hard yeah it will be hard because again there's the days that you don't want to do it you don't want to go, you know, this day or that day. It doesn't seem like you're seeing anything from it. Or or you've prayed for this thing for months, um, and it's just not happening. So you just say, I'll quit. Yeah. You know, that's not a good focus or a good, you know, thing to think. Um, because, again, it's all in God's timing. Mm-hmm. Every single thing. Um, and, and it's simple. It's simple, and you and you said it. You know, how do you sow in the spirit? You'll be in a pretty good spot if you do these two things. You talk to God, yep. figure out what he wants you to do in your life, ask him for things. He says that when you ask, he's able and able to do immeasurably more than whatever right, you ask. And right. I think we see that just with the the picture of a harvest, yeah, you know, a crop. Yeah, yeah. He is able to take one seed and produce many plants. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's awesome. Um, and you got to be reading your your Bible. Mm. You got to be reading yep. the Word of God. Um, you, you'll know these things that we're talking about um, if you start reading your Bible more often, and things will jump out, and and the Holy Spirit will speak to you, and and this maybe you should show you know kindness and goodness to the guy that seems like you know he's the angriest at work. Yeah, you know that that I don't really want to deal with that guy because he he just. He's too confrontational, or yeah. you know, he don't, he don't, he doesn't like me, or whatever. Maybe the Holy Spirit will move you to, to that. Um, some of that can all start from just doing two simple things: talking to God, and reading the Word of God. Um, so, Phil, we'll, we'll kind of wrap things up here. Um, but you have any final thoughts about you reap what you sow? No, I mean, I think we've we've pretty much covered everything. Um, this this really this passage really spoke to me and you know kind of confirmed in my spirit that mm. 
it's going to stink some days. It's going to be rough. You know, the life that I think that if you think about it, the life that you have now in Christ is probably not what you expected. I know it's not for me. I didn't know it was going to be like this. I didn't have a crystal ball that said, this is what all you're going to run into. But I did have God's word. And Paul tells us that we're going to face persecution. Jesus tells us, if they hate you, know that they hated me. So what we can't quit on on the call that God's given us. Mm. Uh, for us, it's to, to be pastors. For us, it's to preach the word of God. I can imagine when we're 15, 20, 30 years into our ministry that it's going to be tough. Mm. It's already been tough for me, and I haven't even been ordained yet. <laughs> it's coming up. But, you know, it's, what do you do? Do you stop doing what God's called you to do because you don't feel comfortable? Like we've talked about, do you throw in the towel? Do you make up the best excuse you can to make to give yourself an easy way out? Sure, we could do all those things. The crop dies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The crop dies, if that's the case. So an encouragement piece to you uh, listeners and viewers is figure out what God wants for your life. Um, Pastor TB used to say, if you don't know what God wants for you, close your eyes and guess. You'll get it it right the first time. And uh, find that out, figure that out, so you can be an effective tool to further uh, the kingdom of God. Because that's what it's all about. Mm. This life, that's what it's all about. Um, I'll I'll leave you with an encouraging story, both to to you, Phil, and you know whoever decides that they want to watch this video. is I got saved, you know, and, and I was young, and I was like the first one, you know, in my family as well. And I really wanted my mom to come to Christ, and I prayed for eight years that God yeah. would do something. He would use me. He would use somebody else. You know, there's moments where it got hard, and I was like, do I really want to keep praying about this because it doesn't seem like it's going to happen. But then the Holy Spirit would keep confirming, no, just keep praying. Just keep, be as simple obedient as that. Yeah, right. Is just keep praying, you know, for your mom. And a mission team come back, come uh, up, I should say, from Florida. You know, and they were, they had two just lovely ladies um, who I, my mom had been diagnosed with uh, stage four lung cancer that same year, and that's definitely will make you think, obviously. Yeah, right, yeah. Um, and, and she needed a lot of encouragement. She didn't understand um, if God was real, why he would even allow this to happen to her anyway. She had a lot of those questions. Many people have those questions. Um, and again, I would pray for her. I'd share the gospel with her. She, she'd just blow it off. Um, but these two ladies, they really wanted to talk to my mom. They wanted to show her some love and bring a gift basket yeah. to her, you know, all these things. And, and, my mom, I asked my mom, I said, um, are you okay with these ladies coming over? And she at first said, yeah, but then last minute she said, no, I don't want them to come over. And I said, oh, man, you know, I'm thinking, oh, man, you know, you know, this was one of those moments. And the ladies were very persistent. They said, can we just go over anyways? <laughs> and I said, well, knowing my mom, if you do come over, she will let you in. So, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. And I said, I said, you know. I told them to go for it, and they did. And they shared the gospel with my mom, and she accepted it. That's awesome. 
eight years, Phil. Mm-hmm. And these are tears of joy. Yeah. She got saved. Yeah. Amazing. God is truly amazing. Persistence is always key in the Christian life. Mm. It has always been key. Don't give up. Yeah, don't count God out, man. <laughs> don't give up because the moment you think the harvest isn't coming, it comes. Yeah. And it's just amazing. Yeah. And that's that's the encouraging piece I would say to everybody who's watching is is you might do something for years, but don't you think God can't do it? Because mm-hmm. he can always do that's it. That's right. Um, so, so that concludes our episode for this week. Um, uh, maybe next, our next, uh, time that our episode comes yeah. out, the well, first, right? Yeah. The first yeah. November 1st, we're halfway through. Yeah. You might see through. kingdom faith on this wall instead of kingdom faith. Um, unless you like kingdom faith, you yeah. can comment <laughs> down below and say, we want you to switch your name to kingdom faith. Yeah. Um, but anyways, um, if you would like, you can like and subscribe this video. Um, that would be an encouragement to us. And also it would help us uh, also reach more uh, listeners yeah. and watchers too as well. And that would be a great blessing uh, to us here on uh, Kingdom Faith. Um, so if you have any comments or requests, you can either comment down below on this YouTube video or you can email us at kingdomfaith2001 at gmail.com. And thank you for listening to Kingdom Faith.